Welcome back to All About Audiology, the podcast that's, well, all about audiology with resources and information to empower you wherever you are on your hearing journey or the hearing journey of your child or family member, someone you love. I'm your host, Dr. Lilach Saperstein. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about your child's audiology appointment. What can you expect for their appointment and how can you help prepare them for an audiology appointment or hearing test? In last week's episode, we spoke about adults' hearing tests and different tips for preparing for that if you're an adult. But for children, the testing is very different and preparing for the appointment will be different as well. The first important thing to understand is that we have different kinds of tests in audiology in order to test hearing. Some tests are automatic and help us get an understanding of the health of the ear and the functioning of the ear without the person having to be involved. And the second kinds of tests are subjective and do require your child's participation. When children are very, very young infants, then we can only test them with the automatic tests, either an OAE or an ABR. There's a lot of acronyms in audiology. I'll just take a minute and explain what these mean. OAEs is for otoacoustic emissions, and this is a very brief test where a little earphone is placed in the baby's ear, sounds go into the ear, and a healthy ear will take in those sounds and actually produce a kind of an echo or a result that can be detected by the microphones in the OAE device. So we can have a very quick screening that can take just a few seconds, maybe 20 seconds in each ear that can tell us, is that ear functioning properly? Do the outer hair cells respond to sound? And that's the otoacoustic emission test. The second type of test we use on babies is the ABR, the auditory brainstem response. It's sometimes also called BAER, brainstem auditory evoked response. This test includes putting electrodes on the baby's forehead and behind their ears and then presenting sounds in through an earphone and actually measuring the electrical activity of their eighth nerve, of their auditory nerve, and being able to see if there's activity at the level of the eighth nerve and the brainstem, meaning they can hear the sounds. The OAE and ABR are often used as screenings for the newborn hearing screening in the first 24 or 48 hours of life to test all the babies that are born and to pass on for further testing any babies who do not pass the OAE or ABR screenings. And now I'd like to talk to you more about how we do the behavioral testing for toddlers and young children. So there's two basic ways of testing young children that are split into the younger category and a little bit of an older category. And this is not a hard definition. Depend on the child's age and not just their age of how old they are, but really their developmental abilities. The first method called visual reinforcement audiometry is used for children ranging from six months to about two years of age. And the second method is conditioned play audiometry, which is used for children from about age two until about five. But really, these are just two methods that can be used when appropriate for the patient. Now, testing young children's hearing can be an exciting challenge for an audiologist because each child requires a unique approach. The goal is for them to feel like it's a game and not a test and to get the child motivated to focus, attend, listen, and perform the task you're asking them to do. So the task can be filling a pegboard with pegs or throwing sandbags into a bucket or building a tower of blocks. 
Basically, what we do is give the child the piece of the toy, the block, the peg, the sandbag, and hold it up to their ear with them, showing them that we're waiting for a sound. With conditioned play audiometry, what we're trying to do is condition the child that every time they hear a sound, they should do the desired action. Put the block in the bucket or put the peg in the pegboard, but only when they hear it. So what we're trying to condition them to do is to time lock their response to the stimulus. That means every time the sound is heard, they should do the action, but only when the sound is heard. When we're first explaining the game and conditioning the child to the task, we're making sure that they understand that they should only put it down when they hear the sound and not just because they want to or because they think they want to build the tower. We're actually showing them the game requires their attention to the sound. So the child's developmental ability and their conceptual understanding all have to be taken into account. And also the child's gross and fine motor skills. Are they able to hold this toy and can they manipulate and move their hands and their excitability and their personality and their mood that very day. So a lot of things come into play, which is why you might need more than one appointment with many children. With conditioned play audiometry, there must be some level of impulse control. Developmentally, this is something that comes later. So for some children, conditioned play audiometry might not be the right method for them yet. The way the directions are given is also extremely variable. With some children, the modeling has to be a very concrete approach. So an assistant or another audiologist will hold the child's hand over their hand in the training and conditioning phase, showing them what to do with many trials a bunch of times to make sure they really understand the game before beginning to do the testing. Visual reinforcement audiometry is used with younger children as a way to get an estimate of the child's hearing ability. By having the child in the booth, usually on their parent's lap, the audiology booth has these toys in the corners of the room that are hidden behind a black box that the audiologist can activate from the tester side. That black box has toys inside which can light up or make noise or some equipment is now configured to different screens with an iPad with videos. And this is a conditioning task as well, where the child associates the introduction of a sound, where if they look over to see where did that sound come from, they'll be rewarded with the toy moving or the lights flashing in the box or a clip being played on the iPad. So in the conditioning stage, the child sees if there's a chirping sound or a birdie or a, or a whistle. And when they look to see where did the whistle come from, they get rewarded with this toy. That's visual reinforcement audiometry. So I have a couple of tips for you if you're preparing your child or your student for a hearing test. First of all, don't refer to the appointment as the doctor's appointment or that you're going to the doctor's office because children generally associate their doctor's office with shots or being sick and being undressed or poked or prodded. So the typical audiology appointment is much more laid back. If it's a pediatric audiology office, they'll often have toys in the waiting room. Audiologists who work with children when they introduce themselves, they right away say, we're going to play a game together and really framing this as a fun and pleasant experience for your child, not a scary doctor's appointment. Practice at home for several days before the appointment with children who are old enough to understand. Try playing a listening game or a music game where they have to hold up a block up to their ear and you say, only put it in when I clap. 
And so you'll teach them or every time that I play a beep or bang a drum, then a certain action has to happen. So you're connecting, responding to a sound in their environment by placing a specific toy in a specific container. And this will be the listening game or the music game. Think of some things that you know work as an exciting motivator for this child that maybe is a small token prize or a treat on the way home or afterwards to know that this is something that they need to do well and that they're going to be rewarded after the appointment. You can also practice putting headphones on and wearing over-the-ear headphones just to get children used to the sensory experience of something large and heavy covering their ears if they're ready for it. Especially if it's a child who has sensory sensitivities, then they can really benefit from having time practicing using headphones over their ears before they come in for the appointment. We don't do the testing with headphones for every child. It is a goal to eventually have the child do the test with headphones on so we can get information on each ear individually. So to recap, there are different ways that we test children. There's automatic tests like the OAE and the ABR, and the tests that require your child's participation may use two different kinds of methods depending on their age, either VRA, which is visual reinforcement audiometry with the flashing toys or lights where they have to look towards the lights, or play audiometry or conditioned play audiometry where the children will take a block or a toy and throw it into the bucket every time they hear the sound. It's very important that if you're taking a child to an appointment with an audiologist or for their hearing test that you convey to them a sense of playfulness and interest and excitement about the appointment. Try to focus on making it feel like a game and somewhere fun that we're going to go to where they'll probably get stickers or bubbles or something exciting. Children feed off of the energy of their parents and caregivers. If they come in relaxed and ready, then we can get an accurate test and an accurate results of their hearing ability. I would absolutely love to hear about your experience taking your child or your student for a hearing test and how that went. I really hope you'll tune in to the All About You episodes where I read your comments, your feedback, your reviews, and answer some of your questions. Please write in to allaboutaudiology.com at the contact page or feel free to contact me on Instagram at allaboutaudiologypodcast or on Facebook, look for All About Audiology Podcast. In the next episode, we'll talk more about the newborn hearing screening and a little bit more in depth about the OAE and the ABR. I'm Dr. Lilach Saperstein and you've been listening to All About Audiology.